F for pop culture knowledge. I almost thought about you lying. Wanna, you mentioned the other day that you want to go to trivia with me. You want to be on my trivia yes. team and you've never seen Back to the Future. That is outrageous. That's F for go to the future or go back to the future. I deserve every part of that. But hey everyone, welcome to A Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday at 7 a.m. And you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And I, of course, am Joe. And I am also, as always, of course, joined by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And this week, we are sort of back on our home turf. The last couple of episodes, we were away, uh, upstate, a few hours visited some interesting locations we got some some uh good bad and ugly i don't know how else to describe it but uh it is good to be back especially this time of the year because as educators or people we are very busy in the minutiae of grading <laughs> and trying to balance other life stuff so as much as we love to travel and go away to visit places and taste them and grade them it is nice to be back closer to home and uh sort of assess what we got going on around us too, right? Yeah, it's been a while since we've gone to places here in Long Island, and I was really excited to do some local places. Yeah, and so we still even then traveled about an hour from where we live. And uh, actually, this is kind of like a two-part episode, because interestingly enough, the place that we're going to start with this week, and next week we'll do the other half kind of part, uh, they were right next to each other. So we went to a coffee roaster and then a craft brewery. And when I say they're next to each other, I mean, they were literally, I think the same building. They were the same building, right? yeah. It, it was one storefront and then the next storefront. And that's funny because that's kind of how we found it because uh, a friend recommended the coffee roaster. And I should mention it's Flux Coffee Roaster, F-L-U-X in Farmingdale, New York. And uh, so our friend recommended Flux, and then I remembered that there was a brewery in that same town, and I said, ooh, let me look up. Maybe it's right down the road, five minutes down the road. We can hit that up, too, when we're already in the neighborhood. <laughs> and then I saw it on Google Maps, <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, it's right there. That's awesome. That's so perfect, right? So that was kind of convenient, right? It was convenient. And, you know, you get a very specific and kind of cool vibe when you go to different places that are in a downtown area rather than a standalone store. And both of the places for the next two episodes are in downtown Farmingdale. So you park in, you know, a parking lot and you walk down the strip and there it, it's in a really pretty cool area with sidewalks, very walkable. It has almost like a city feel, but downtown. Yeah. And so I guess we should mention that as well. So this week, we're talking, like I said, about Flux Coffee Roaster, and next week, we're hopping next door to review Lithology, which I don't know why that's so hard for me to say. Lithology, right? That's yes. how, how it's pronounced? Yeah. Uh, Lithology Brewing Company. I don't know. We'll talk about that. Worry about that in the next episode. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, um, I guess, oh, if you're joining us for the first time, we should mention what the heck we do in terms of our grading rubric, right? Great so idea. Why don't you explain briefly the grading rubric yeah. for hopefully first-time listeners as well as thank you returning listeners. So whenever we go to a different coffee roaster or brewery, we grade them on four different categories. The first one is atmosphere and ambiance. The second is service. The third is coffee or beer. And the fourth is food. Yep. And in this case, we're obviously grading the roaster on its coffee, but we'll get to that in a little bit. And then we kind of look at all of those grades and as our report card and then we decide on what is the final grade for the business and we kind of sometimes we agree sometimes we don't agree but we do by the end of the episode come up with one grade for the roaster or brewery the final letter grade the final from a grade podcast grade. yeah it's coming <laughs> it's coming uh, we don't know what it is yet because we haven't talked about it but... no which is the hardest part of this whole process is <laughs> yeah. that we get to sit down and talk about it for the first time right now live yeah exactly and uh there may be some disagreements we were sort of saying in the car that I feel as if with these two locations, starting again with Flux Coffee Roaster, I could perceive that you may have some varying grades that are different than mine, mm -hmm. and I can understand why that's the case. But mm -hmm. I guess let's get right into it, starting with atmosphere and ambiance, right? Yeah. Can you start on your thoughts with the atmosphere? Because I am interested, because this was a little different, I think, than anywhere we've been so far. Yeah, it sounds like you want to start with atmosphere and ambiance. You go first. I have. A, I'll, I'll fill in the gaps. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So it is situated in this pretty interesting little. I guess it's a one road stretch of downtown. Whatever. Pretty cool. Uh, cool neighborhood. A lot of other stuff going on. Restaurants, bars, that sort of thing. 
Um, so it, it's a nice easy parking. Yeah, yeah. At least at least when we were there, which is great, right across these railroad tracks. Good stuff. And you walk in. I really sort of liked. So the layout is kind of weird. It's like a very long coffee bar. And it very much feels like a space that like, yes, they're trying to utilize the space as best they can because it's not a wide space. It's, again, a very long sort of narrow space, which is echoed by the the brewery right next door. It was kind of a similar setup, a parallel setup, interestingly enough, which makes sense. That's the type of building, I guess, whatever. So that was interesting. Um, and I think there's maybe some challenges there with having enough room for customer lines and, and spaces to sit comfortably and all of that. Having said that, I think they did a relatively good job, all things considered, because then there's also lots of other stuff going on. There's just bags of beans in the nice uh, burlap sacks uh, that you would imagine you would see at a coffee roaster lying around. The roasting machine was actually just kind of on the side along the wall. I don't know how the heck that works, because mm -hmm. what are they just roasting in the middle of the day next to the people on the line? Like, it seems like hot, dangerous equipment, but that's cool, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. And when we were there, it was, you know, a Saturday relative you know saturday around like 10 11 o'clock and mm -hmm. they were not roasting when no. we were there yeah i wonder when they do roast it's interesting because it was out right in yeah. the hallway yeah and i do feel like so there was there were some really interesting decor touches and elements with paintings on the wall and and lights hanging from the ceilings and even the tables were this cool kind of concrete tile vibe really well chosen i think and really interesting but a lot of what I feel about in terms of the atmosphere and ambience, I think ties more into the service, actually. So I don't want to say too much more other than kind of those types of observations mm -hmm. for atmosphere and ambience, because I feel like since the space is so, I, I don't know if constricted, constrictive is the right word, but in some ways um, it, it feels a little limited just by the nature of the building layout, uh, sort of how my interactions with uh, the service aspect of it, I think tie more so into the atmosphere and ambiance than maybe in some other cases. But at the same time, I like a lot of the little touches and details that they included, but I don't know if you have more thoughts. I'm probably forgetting things with a lot of their artistic decisions. Cause there were a lot of little touches going on. I felt like, yeah, I think I took more notes <laughs> sitting at awesome. this coffee shop than I have at any other coffee shop. And overall, just kind of looking back at my notes, I think what I would say is that, it was very visually appealing to be in there. The touches were really cool. Uh, so there was a lot of Star Wars, like space kind of art on I, the wall. I didn't even notice so that. So up behind the counter, <laughs> they had all Star Wars, like uh, the, the pop figurine things. Oh, I did see that. Which the were Baby really Yoda. cool. They had yeah. Baby Yoda. They had uh, R2-D2. Oh. They had Wait, it just... behind the... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Uh because you're getting my mind in the sci-fi realm now yes. and flux i didn't know what that meant but have you seen back to the future oh god i can't believe i'm gonna admit this on the podcast but no that's outrageous first it's outrageous so you get an you, you get an f for pop culture knowledge i almost thought about you lying wanna, you mentioned the other day that you want to go to trivia with me you want to be on my trivia yes. team and you've never seen back to the future that is outrageous that's F for go to the future or go back to the future. <laughs> I deserve every part of that, but I was never like traditionally into sci-fi. And then as no I've excuse. got older, <laughs> I've got into sci-fi. So like now would be an appropriate time to watch it. But I know that there are going to be a lot of people that that might be their only takeaway from this episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, yeah. so, so the reason why I mention it yes. is because in Back to the Future, the I, I think it's the... the uh, I don't know, tool or part of the car that makes it time travel is called a flux capacitor. And that has to be that has to be where it comes from. Right. Which because there was a sci-fi theme. Right. Which makes sense. that, But I didn't pick up on like really a sci-fi theme. I just thought that there was a bunch of random so cool stuff behind the behind um, like across from the bar on the wall. There was this giant um, painting that said uh, flux galactica. Interesting. And it was space. And there were pictures of coffee cups like floating in space that looked like um, like UFOs. Man, I'm not. And it was a, like black a, and it, it was yeah. the the painting was beautiful. I got to pay attention more. Yeah. And then all the art that they were selling <laughs> on the wall were sci-fi themed. Cool. Like, w was there anything was really with, cool? Were there any DeLoreans, any cool looking cars with like wing doors? Not no, not okay. not that I saw. It, it seemed more Star Wars themed than Back to the Future, but yeah, they whatever. might just you know, like Star Wars. I'd be curious, like, I wish we had a little more time to talk to, you know, s someone in there because I, th this was a really, seemed like a theme that had potential, but it was kind of like 
I don't know, rushed experience. So I really didn't look around too much. Uh, The other cool thing was that what I noticed was that the bags of beans and the beans that they were selling, they all said specifically like which farm they sourced the beans from. Mm. And this is something that I'm like kind of learning as I'm doing the podcast and reading a little bit about the coffee making process. But I've never, I don't know if I've just never noticed, but I really appreciated that you can tell like the farm in Costa Rica or uh, I guess someone was from Colombia, like you could actually see the farm and the actual person who grew the beans yeah traceability on the yeah and it was on the bag and that's something that i'm going to kind of look for as we're going forward at different places i think that's part of atmosphere and ambiance oh, maybe yeah. a little bit into coffee oh yeah 100 percent for sure what i didn't like kind of like you know going off of what you said earlier was that it was very crowded it was very crowded and but this, that's a saturday it is a saturday but it did impact my experience a little bit because we were kind of like there wasn't really a lot of places to like i don't know to sit that you had like space it's yeah. not a place that i would come and do any kind of work i don't know if i would go and do work even during the week no because, i don't think so yeah again the the nature it's kind of it feels like an in and out experience more so although they did have a lot of patio seating out back so i could see that maybe being summer. That being a cool place to hang out in the summer too yeah and i don't know i think you know I was talking about this with with Tommy, who came with us. We did have someone come with us this this time that we went to the mm-hmm. coffee roaster. And I was saying that like when you have a really cool downtown location, there's kind of sacrifice that comes with that, yeah, right? right? You might have an awesome space that is in the middle of nowhere because you have a really big building that right. That's you don't point. have like yeah. things outside of it. But this was a downtown coffee roaster. You know, you, you're getting the benefit of being on a strip where there's shops and there's, you know, so, so that goes into the decision making for me is like, okay, our storefront might lack some of that space, mm-hmm. but we're in, we're in a really cool area. Yeah. With that's, good vibes. That's, a, that's a great point. I mean, that's always probably a balance or a calculation that you have to make as a business, right? And especially a coffee roaster is so much trickier because you're not just a cafe serving like you're also a production facility. So it's all the more challenging in a a more constrictive space, probably of Mm -hmm. that nature. Right. That's a great point. Um, Is there anything else? Oh, the bathrooms we should talk. about. Yeah, we should talk about the bathrooms. So you told me, oh, you have to check out. Oh, welcome to Joe's bathroom corner. If you're joining us for the first time, apparently I'm the de facto bathroom expert, but bathroom corner, bathroom corner. Um, It's important, as you know. Uh, for <laughs> the my most ramblings. underrated part of atmosphere and ambiance. Hey, I've had people in the industry tell me who I, I I know people who have worked in 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 especially the restaurant industry, and they're like they're all about clean bathrooms, right? You got to have a clean bathroom. So I thought the bathroom wasn't that clean, honestly. It wasn't like no whatever. There was actually a sign by the sink. Did you see it? Yes. It was the most yes. Uh, uh maybe arguably out of place funny sign I've ever seen because it said employees much must wash hands customers may roll the dice <laughs> which, i was thinking that you were going to definitely comment which i on thought that. was funny but at the same time i was like okay whatever uh but then there were these uh spigots above the wall opposite it, it was a red pipe with three spigots and i i kind of wanted to turn them but i didn't kind of want to be that guy who what do you think would it came out I was hoping coffee but then i'm not drinking <laughs> bathroom toilet coffee what if when you turned the spigot it brought you back to the past oh that's what if the that flux was capacitor the time, what if that was the time travel and we actually just went into like a a space that is a portal to to time travel and we had no idea and we're like eh, it was kind of a dirty bathroom but really it's the portal to time travel uh th- yeah i mean i didn't turn the the, the spigot so <laughs> there was three of them i don't know it was weird it was just a weird bathroom honestly like I so and this is uh, again in terms of my overall atmosphere and ambiance grade I sort of agree I like the idea of the theme but it wasn't like other coffee roasters we've been to where there is a clear theme that's executed consistently and wholly uh Fundati comes to mind right Fundati coffee where they have this sort of wellness holistic oh yeah elephants and yoga theme and oh yeah and and relaxation and and self well-being and that's reflected at every level or even King's Peak where Peak, we went yeah. and it was kind of like that sleek California clean new vibe. No, you're thinking of uh, King's Coast. Oh, King's Coast. King's I'm sorry, Coast King's Coast. Roaster, yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. But yeah, that's a very you know like a very theme. sleek. And then yeah. that I, I remember that in my brain so vividly. Or tracks where, where we you... were at last week, where it's all about train tracks and and the tracks to the coffee roaster and the history of 
the, how the trains yeah. went through town and stuff. That's so cool. And the more awesome places we go like that, that really kind of connect to that purpose and that theme and have that be the thread throughout their whole mm-hmm. business, you know, the maybe more you know, harsh, I'm going to be a little bit in my grading. It's not harsh, but like there is a way to take that that theme and that brand to the next level. Really, well, it, we're it, seeing it. Yeah, I mean, it it comes out however it comes out as sort of a, a final reflection, a culmination of everything, right? So I, what do you think? What do you think for atmosphere and ambiance grade? Based on everything we said, um, and specifically with the overall feel I got that this was not a place that I would sit and eat and, and, eat and drink coffee. And I like that vibe. I like the vibe of a comfortable place where I want to stay for a while. Mm. And there was a part of me that because of the crowd, because of, you know, the atmosphere in there, that I was kind of ready to leave Mm -hmm. from the minute I got my coffee and thought that I might have had a better experience walking around the downtown with my coffee rather than sitting and eating there. The tables were really close together. Yeah, they were. I was like a little bit nervous with, you know, we're with like COVID and stuff. Like I just felt a little bit uncomfortable and I think they were just trying to squeeze in and make the most of their space. But, you know, it was consistently crowded and I'm not sure it was a place, which is good for the business, but I'm not sure it's a place that I would want to sit and spend a lot of time in. And that does impact my grade. Sure. Yeah. So even with the cool touches, I think that for atmosphere and ambiance, I'm going to give it a solid C. Wow. Interesting. A C. Okay. I I don't think the touches, um, now, let yeah. me ask you a question. If you went during the week when it was very quiet, do you think you would give it a different letter grade? If it was quiet, mm-hmm. I would maybe give it a little bit higher. Yes, I would. But I'm not sure if I, I feel like it's in a location where it's always going to be busy and the coffee is really good. I, I don't know. And it, during the week, I, I might still not want to sit there because even the tables were not yeah. like really conducive for like sitting and working because they were had that like... Uh, they weren't even because they had that really cool like ceramic yeah. look on them um, and they were kind of like shoved to the corner. Yeah. You know, you're not sitting by a window. You're not sitting in like super comfortable chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I feel pretty confident in my seat, but I would understand if someone gave it a higher grade if they went on a time that it was a little less crowded. Yeah, I think I'm going to go C plus because I think, again, it, this is where it's difficult, right? Because when I ask and assess what is satisfactory, and I'm doing air quotes right now because I'm emphasizing it, right? What does that really mean? What does that really come down to? And I think it's tough to say because you can focus on any one of those factors and say, well, that's not what I consider satisfactory or that is what I consider an element of a satisfactory grade. So I think trying to balance everything in my head and just considering the fact that there were all of these kind of unique, interesting touches, even though... Again, it wasn't, uh, I guess, a more comprehensive, cohesive experience. I still like the uh, initiative and the attempt along those lines. And I do feel maybe as if uh, if we had gone during the week, we would have felt more comfortable sitting in the corner or whatever, that sort of thing. So I'm going to go C+. I think that's really fair. I think, and, you know, we always say that C is kind of like your your good average experience. It's fine. Yeah, satisfactory would be. And it's satisfactory, yeah. Yeah, I was happy you know, being there, it was fine. I think that's really fair. Yeah. I think that's really fair. Okay. Well, and that, that leads us to? Service. Service. Start us off because you did mention service <laughs> earlier. So I'm really curious what your thoughts are. Uh, So I think service is, like I said, kind of a reflection of uh, a lot of what we were saying with atmosphere and ambiance. It did, the whole experience did feel very rushed, which again is fine. That's if that's the business model and it, that's the nature of the location and just the reality of what they have to do. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's what it is. That's how it has to be, I suppose. But I did feel sort of rushed. Um, you know, I didn't like that. There's sort of an unclear arrangement with where you even stand online. The barista kept having to tell everybody to move to the back to wait online because it was not clear. Uh, and again, I don't know how much that is the nature of the location and, and the space, like we keep saying, but that sort of prevented me then from engaging the baristas in any other way, which is something we always talk about. We love to do at coffee roasters. That's sort of a big part of the experience as compared to say just a regular cafe, which you can also get sometimes, but primarily at coffee roasters, that again is one big advantage in addition to very fresh, very expertly roasted beans is the fact that you get to talk to those people, whether they are the roasters or they are expert baristas. And I got the feeling that these people were expert baristas. And again, I'll have thoughts more on that with the coffee, but like 
I like to watch them make the pour over and talk to them making the pour over. And we couldn't do that because the line sort of backs up past where they were doing the pour over on the other side of the bar and you wait for your coffee at the other end. And so it, it felt almost sort of, I don't know if an industrial process is the right, right Maybe phrase. like a little more corporate. Yeah, almost. A little That's, more corporate. That might be the word I'm looking for. Where yeah. you kind of, like it reminded me of like a Starbucks kind of feel where they're busy. So like you're not going to wait online there. Like there, it will be a line, but they're going to get you, they're going to get you moving. Even though they're doing specialty coffees, they're like getting that line like in, out, let's go like kind of more, more corporate, more, more uh, like assembly line type feel. Yeah, definitely. And even when I was, so the, the pour overs were done at one end of the bar, which for those of you joining us for the first time, uh, I'm obsessed with pour over coffee. It's a fancy brew method where basically you just pour water over fresh beans. It's like a very fresh way to brew coffee. And you don't usually see it at cafes, but you usually see it at coffee roasters because, again, it features very the best aspects of really good beans. And so I couldn't see that. But even on the other side where I was waiting for the coffee, where the espresso machine is, it's not like I talked to the barista either because they didn't seem interested because they were so busy, I guess. But there was there was really no yeah. engagement like that. Right? They were in they were in their spot in the line of how the coffee is served and delivered to you. Yeah. There was one person taking orders and two people making the coffee, which I did like because so it was a little more efficient. Well, I I did appreciate the fact that it. So that's something else I should mention about service because I feel like I have what might be perceived as criticisms of the service. But it's more so, again, like I keep saying, just the reality of the way things have to be set up, maybe. And I will say everything looked very clean. It was very efficient. And I liked sort of the division where, I mean, we've been to places a lot of times where people are handling money and then handling ingredients. And that can, again, in a fast, the faster pace, the more the more fast pace the environment gets, the more sort of icky that can be. And it's where it can get like like a little bit of cross-contamination. Yeah. And then you also, but you're also getting, you know... I remember one place that was really busy and there was only like two people working and the, the back there was so dirty because yeah, they don't have time right. to clean it. Yeah. So, you know, you, it, it's sacrificed no matter what. And I think they definitely valued here for service efficiency over those long drawn out conversations that we sometimes really like yeah. when we go to these small roasters and breweries. Having said that, the coffee did come out very efficiently, which was Qu good. The quickest pour over. Well, that we've, like, so here's ever a, got. <laughs> so here's another here's another point that I'm not quite sure how to address. Okay, and I'm very curious what you think, because uh, I don't know if you noticed. You might have been in the bathroom when this happened, but tell me if this. Rings I was I was very busy critiquing the bathroom. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. So there was a point where I was waiting for me and me and Tommy were waiting for our pour overs pour overs because we each ordered a pour over, and the I think he seemed to be the main person who was taking the orders. But he kind of like snapped at the guy doing the pour overs. And, oh. And he was like, I, I forget what he said, but it was something like, hey, like, let's hurry up with those pour overs. And then the guy kind of looked at him and then he kind of was like, oh, yeah, just kidding. You know, but because the guy said, well, gravity takes time, which I thought was a brilliant response. Because what a response. You, he's right. That is a coffee artist. Well, you can't rush a pour over. No. It's, and I honestly, because I got the vibe, like I wasn't sure because me and Tommy kind of looked at me because I thought like, oh, maybe I'm sort of perceiving this the wrong way. But he kind of looked at me like, like, what was that? And I, they, they were joking about it sort of after, but at the same time I was, because my initial reaction was thinking, oh yeah, don't tell them to rush the pour over. That's the whole, That's it's supposed, the whole point. it's supposed to be an artistic experience, the pour over. But there was also <laughs> the part where like, uh, Tommy said at one point, he's like, should I maybe not? get a pour over because they're so busy like we almost like and i could feel that too where it was like is you know you still want to get the pour over because they're a roaster and they're featuring the beans yeah. but it's like when someone's really busy it does it is a little time consuming so like sometimes you feel a little guilty i, I do f ordering a pour over because it's making everybody else wait but you're also at a coffee roaster with four pour over options yeah. so you well, know, that was the just give and take. Well, that was the other thing, too, because then I thought, well, if he is joking, then that kind of makes me feel bad. Like, that's what Tommy was saying. Oh, we're kind of delaying things by ordering these pour overs. So it just kind of felt awkward to me a little bit, which yeah. again ties into my atmosphere and ambiance. But 
I don't like I don't know quite and how also, to you know, think about that. We hate com- you know, we don't always compare, but you kind of do when you get that A grade service. And I just remember like going to Fondati where they had all the pour overs going and just how happy everybody was to be working there. Well, and also how open um, they were to describing and talking about them because I asked him and it was a great menu. They had four pour over options mm-hmm. and they all looked awesome. So so I asked him what he recommended and he immediately said, oh, that one, that's my favorite. But there was no discussion about the different profiles, what I like. Uh, again, not that you have to cater to me. I'm not a baby. But if you do have further thoughts, I'm always interested. And again, we did get that at, or we, we have seen that at other places like Fundati or Trax or uh, King's Peak Coffee do Roaster. Remember, do you remember the place in Boise that was very busy? It, yep. And we still had such a great conversation with the girl that was, uh, I I have to look back. I can't remember the name. No, it was Dawson and Taylor. Dawson and Taylor. It was yeah. Dawson and Taylor. And that place was just as busy, but there was like a certain spot where you went yeah. when they were making the coffee yeah. so that you can stand there while your coffee was being made and have a conversation. Yeah. And she even made me a decaf pour over just to try. Yeah. And they were busy. They were not. Yeah. They she were was in, hustling. A, in, in downtown yeah. Boise in like the busiest area. Yeah. There is a way to make it work. Yeah. There's uh. a there's a way to make it work. Did, did you have other service thoughts? Um, no, though that's where I'm I think at. I know my service grade. You go first. I'm going to go C+. Interesting. Because I feel as if it was so prompt and it was so orderly, but at the same time, I, I didn't get any of that further engagement that would take it to B or A level. But at the same time, like I just said, it was still, it, it wasn't just satisfactory. It was, again, it was up to a standard where I was very, I was actually impressed by how, fast and, and delegated it was so i think for me with those factors considered c plus sort of makes sense so that's i was going going with c so we're kind of like right on the same place and i think because overall they they did know how to make coffee gravity takes time oh like they're definitely they're definitely they, all they know experts what they're doing yeah These they're definitely all experts. experts yeah and like you said like we go into a into a place at a certain time. It's a Saturday weekend, 11 a.m. This is the time that this place is going to be crowded. Would we have had a different grade for service if we had gone there on a Monday morning? Maybe, but I don't know. I think the location is con- kind of going to be constantly busy just on the nature of Farmingdale, yeah, Nassau but they were, County, but they Long were Island. Also, but they were also talking to some other people who came in who were regulars. Yeah. So it is possible. It is possible. They were so, having conversations with regulars. I think C is fair. I, I, Satisfactory. Well, I think if you are a regular or if you are a local, it might be a great place for that reason because they they were. I saw them talking to other people who I, I think maybe people just don't like me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were like, these people are not locals. We got to get them in they and out. They knew. They could smell <laughs> us. They knew we were there to grade. No, I mean, again, when I say C+, plus, that's still a good grade in my it estimation. It's yes. just, it's not the same as some of these other experiences. Yeah. But I don't think that's a, even a criticism. It's just the reality of what I experienced. Like, I wouldn't say not to go there for those reasons. I agree. I can't I'm wait to get to the recommendations because I do have some recommendations for how to, you know, really get the best of this coffee shop. All right. We'll do that at the end. What are we on? Coffee? Coffee. coffee the coffee. all important coffee. <sighs> okay. You want to start? You go first. <laughs> Why are you making me go first? I'm deferring first? to you today. All right. Uh, so the pour overs, I got... Uh, oh, man. I should have written this down. I did. Uh, it was a... You got a Perla? Perla what country? Well, we took got, a picture somewhere. Yeah. You got a Colombian? I'll no. Tommy, got, Tommy, the, got, a Tommy Colombian. got the Colombian pour over. I got... I feel as if it's Costa Rican, maybe? Somewhere in Central America? Anyways... Uh, I thought the pour over was Costa Rica. Re- Costa Rica. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. I knew it all along. I thought the pour over was really, 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 really good. I did not say wow, which I always say I need to say wow to give something an A grade, but it was really damn close. It was probably the closest I've ever had a pour over to saying wow, where I still didn't say wow. And I don't quite know why, because it was a really great pour over. I mean, maybe again, because we're coming from. Uh, last week we were in at Trax Coffee Roaster, which I did say wow, and th- that is like now my standard of coffee. If I had gone to this place the week before, maybe I would have again my my metrics would be different. But again, this is not saying that it's not a fantastic pour over. I think it's a really great pour over, and 
trying Tommy's, which is very different in profile than mine. His is a little, uh, the Colombian was a little kind of darker, I guess you could call Maltier. it. Maltier. Maltier. They both had fantastic flavor profiles. And yours was very fruity. Mine it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. You can taste the fruitiness yeah. of the coffee, of the yeah. bean. It, it was, was really good. I, again, when I, and I would say, I don't know. I mean, there's other places in the area or, or in Long Island that we need to visit. But so far, this is the best pour over I've had on Long Island. So take that for what it's worth. Wow. You know, I'm sure there's places with great pour overs too, but I don't know how many coffee places we've done on just Long Island, but this is by far the best pour over option. I agree. And yeah. they had four options and yeah. I couldn't even decide whether I liked yours or Tommy's better. The yeah. two different pour overs were so distinct in yeah. their flavor profiles. Yeah. And both of them were were so good in their own kind of individual way. Yeah, I would say if you want to try a pour over, if you've never tried one, as far as I can tell so far, that's a great place for your first pour over experience if you live anywhere near the area. And that might be worthwhile going to, right? We always talk about, well, what's a destination place that you would actually travel to? Well, if you're looking for a great pour over and you're anywhere on Long Island, so far, this is the best one that I've had. And I'm curious as we, because we have some city outings planned eventually, how this compares to those. That's a really good yeah, point. Yeah, I know that there's some fantastic roasters in the city, but this was, this has to be up there with, you know, some of the, the better ones. So, but I want to hear your thoughts about your lattes first. I got, notice you said lattes with an S because <laughs> I, I got two lattes because they did yeah. something that I've never quite seen before, which the latte cups were very small they were eight ounce pours i they looked like six ounces but to they me. did look like six ounces they were, they tiny. were really they were tiny cups which yeah. was actually kind of interesting in in some ways because sometimes when you get too big of a cup by the time you get to the bottom it's like cold or whatever i don't mind a small pour i i like a small pour yeah. and it it really forced me to kind of slow down and take my time with it and really enjoy it so i had the first one i had was a maple latte and the second one was a lavender latte I liked mm -hmm. the maple latte, you know, way more than I liked the lavender latte. I agree. I, I sort of felt like the lab. I think you said the lavender one felt like usually, ideally, the lavender is kind of part of the latte and it felt as if there were just essential oils. I felt like I was drinking essential oil yeah. <laughs> with a little bit of coffee in it. I, I thought the maple the one maple was really was good. The maple was though. really good. Yeah. The maple was much better. You could taste the maple, you could taste the espresso, and you can taste the oat milk and that is to me a you know that's to me a a level latte is when you can taste all three did you feel that the espresso in the lavender latte it almost tasted kind of burnt to me i, I know that there was something different about it I, that i didn't quite and i didn't like the flavor of the coffee in the espresso as much as i liked the pour overs mm -hmm. i don't know do they use different beans i'm sorry what the the like espresso flavor coffee in my latte, I did not like. Well, espresso is a, a different roast. I didn't like that roast okay. as much as I, I like. I see. Do you okay. get what I'm saying? Like yeah, I didn't yeah. like the roast that they use for yeah. for espresso or whatever. Yeah, the espresso much as roast. I got you. Do you get what I'm saying? So like yeah. I didn't like that roast as much as I liked the pour I agree. overs. Yeah. So I wasn't really blown away by the latte. I think I've had much, much better ones. And I almost to the point where I was like, I think I would have had a better experience if I had a pour over. Which you don't usually say. Which I never would say. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I really enjoy the flavor of maple. So for me, you can't really go wrong if you're if you're if you're having a maple latte because I really like the flavor of mm -hmm. maple. So I'm gonna kind of just like it automatically. But I'm glad I tried the lavender one because I think that was like a little more realistic to what the latte was. Mm -hmm. So I my score is a little hard because I didn't love the latte as much as I loved the pour over. Yeah, I so here's. I'm calculating in my head. My, you can't see it, folks, but my hands are spinning around my my cranium here, trying to formulate my my, my coffee grade. <laughs> I feel as if sometimes it's easiest to me to just give grades to the individual drinks. Um, and in the case of the lattes, I feel as if I really actually like the maple latte because uh, I mean, again, I I sort of felt as if so the. What was the second one again? Lavender, lavender latte. I feel like the lavender latte was uh, maybe C minus. It wasn't my favorite latte. I agree. But the maple one I really liked. And again, I'm not the latte guy, but the maple one I would say is maybe a B plus. I thought it was really good. I was surprised by how much I, I liked it because I'm not a huge latte guy. I agree. Yeah. So I'm going to go overall for coffee. 
Ooh, this is tough. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B plus overall. I am going. I think to, it was really good. I'm gonna go B plus as well, and Ooh, I have a couple of you. reasons why. I think you're probably surprised by that. I uh, no, I'm never surprised. I'm never surprised <laughs> by what you do. I think with your grades. I think the your harsh, harsh grades. <laughs> ah, no, what am I saying? I give the same thing. No, B plus is a great score. I think, yeah, yeah, I think the coffee was the best part of this place. I and, agree with that. The coffee. Yeah. If you want great coffee, that's the reason to go to this place. Hundred yeah. percent. And. I think that the pour over having four pour over options immediately gets you into a B range unless you completely yeah. like destroy them. Yeah. Um. I also something I'm going to be looking for going forward as I've learned from the book that I'm currently reading. Which is what? You don't know the name of it? The World Atlas of Coffee? Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that what it's called? By, yes. uh, who? James Hoffman? Mm -hmm. is that, did I just make up a name? Yeah. We'll, we'll fact check that. Yeah. Whatever. We'll fact check that. I'll post it on the Instagram. I, I've been posting pictures of it. But... I think a lot of times there is definitely a disconnect between the coffee that we're drinking, and this is something I'm guilty of, and where it comes from. Mm. And I'm going to start looking at the bags of beans and kind of seeing, do they know where the where where they're sourced from? Yeah. Where and they're roaster, coming from. Roaster is your best shot at that, and, for sure. And there are, I didn't realize, but there are definitely, you know, there are, Every big industry, there are times that people can be taking advantage of, right? And I like knowing that this is, they actually had the farm and the name, the first and last name of the roasters on their coffee. So mm. that's going to kind of, I, I'm going to kind of keep an eye out for that going forward in the future to kind of that the place knows exactly where it's sourced from. They're not just putting the country, they're putting the actual farm, yeah. which I learned is hard to trace and well, hard to track. Well, some countries you really can't. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. So it, it does depend on the country of origin, but it also depends on the quality that you're searching for. Because even in some countries of origin where it's a little tenuous, sometimes they're, they're like it is still possible. But again, that's going to cost more maybe, right? Because that level of traceability is obviously more expensive, right? Right. And I think yeah. I'm going to definitely keep an eye on that going forward. It's something yeah. that I'm learning. And, you know, we're not perfect. We're, we're, you know, I'm learning and oh, growing God. as I'm doing this we're podcast. We're not perfect. Could you imagine if they graded us? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we say that about students too. <laughs> but I think, a lot of, <laughs> I think a lot of people that are going into roasters and breweries might not be experts on it. You know, we're not all no, and, and experts. Any, and so anyone who is, is probably not. <laughs> this is something that I definitely think that we should kind of keep an eye out for and oh, yeah. make sure like it actually said like tra fair trade, um, certified and yeah. there were some cool things on the, on their bags of beans that brought their coffee for me into a higher level and it's just something that i'm going to start adding into consideration as i learn more and i hope people that listen you know are listening would look as well yeah 100 percent. and that leaves us with the final grading category of course food food do you want me to start yeah keep us rolling with you starting <sighs> the food the food the food so when i googled this place i saw somebody posted something or made a comment about fruit and waffles or something i that i might have dreamed that, that maybe they were talking about the fruit waffle beer we had next door that well, <laughs> that's next week but yeah maybe uh <laughs> that's what i mean i might have mixed up the places i have no idea so i kind of didn't know what to expect going in but i will say like what they had in their display case it, as far as i know there wasn't a full kitchen or any kitchen which is fine that's not always an option at a coffee roaster especially with limited space but the display case they had for the uh, baked goods that they did uh it's kind of like one of those situations where it's uh, a panic buy i feel like where you just really want something to eat to pair with your coffee whereas we've been to places that have outrageous food options and sometimes food options that are specifically going to pair with different coffees really well this was just kind of like, here's a scone, here's some cookies, here's some muffins, which are great. Those are great things to have. Uh, for, it's better for than Pirate's Booty. Yes, which we have found. But that was at a... Uh, oh, no, that was a that coffee was a roaster. roaster. That was a coffee roaster. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't Pirate's Booty, which is a step up for sure. Uh, or as you say, when they had Pirate's Booty, oh, they don't have any food here. I'm like, Jackie... Pirate's booty is technically food. And you said, no, it's not I looked food right I past it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even and see it. Think, does yeah. anybody like pirate's booty with coffee? I'm not sure. Yeah, that was bizarre. Uh, so anyways, we got, I think, uh, what I thought was a blueberry muffin. You said that it was... There a were hints of banana. Hints of banana. And I said that if this is a blueberry muffin, it's the least blueberry tasting muffin I've ever had. Because it looked like there were blueberries in it. There right? were, yeah. 
So I had to, I have a suspicion that it was maybe maybe a vegan but muffin. Wh- like that wasn't advertised because it wasn't made, buttery. Yeah, it that wasn't, wasn't advertised or made. It clear wasn't at super all. sweet or buttery. Where I feel like if if it is vegan or something, and, you should advertise that. Yeah, like that's something that's different than a not vegan thing, right? Yeah, because I could definitely taste that the sweet sweetness of it was coming from banana. It was not coming mm-hmm. from sugar or butter. Yeah, and then we got what you thought was a cookie, but I thought was a scone, which is problematic <laughs> in its own way, right? So whatever the hell that was, uh, we had that. We will post it on the Instagram. And I'll we do it. Even, yeah, we should do a question. Cookie in or it. scone? Yeah, cookie or scone. And I think it had a. It was an oatmeal raisin cookie scone. I'm gonna call it a cookie scone. We'll call it a cookie scone. A scony. A scony. Scony. It was an oatmeal. We did have a scony. We had an oatmeal raisin scony, which. Hey, in the world of oatmeal raisin scones, best oatmeal raisin scone I've ever had. I really liked the scone. Oh, I didn't. Um, okay, can I say why I liked it first? <laughs> it's not that I didn't And then like you can it. trash me. It was, okay, go ahead. Okay, it was very dry. It was very, very dry. Oh my God, you need to but, watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. But, There's a whole season about dry scones. <laughs> I'm getting to it. Yeah. But it was really dry, but it paired so well with the coffee. I don't like a super That's sweet, right. super, you know, intense pastry with my coffee i like something a little more bland and dry so for me i really liked it i liked having a bite of the scone and a sip of the pour over it was a good pairing it was yeah it was all right eh, eh, eh. as you have other thoughts on the food those are my thoughts they were both <laughs> a little bit they, they tasted very healthy which i appreciated yeah they weren't bad they were they good. were they like, weren't packed with flavor no, they were they slightly bland. <laughs> yeah, but I like that with coffee. I also, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like I, I felt like it was a really good, it, it was a really good thing to have at a coffee shop. I wouldn't have liked it if I went to a bakery. That's interesting. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, like, and I kind of like things that are generally bland. Like when I cook, I kind of so cook because, like that. So I'm a little biased. Yeah, but but it, if you don't want like a sweet <laughs> thing to start the day, this is good to go with your coffee. This this is this sounds like such a loser thing to say. I don't like any flavor. <laughs> if you don't like flavor either, this is the place for you. You realize that's not an an endorsement, right? Maybe if I went <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Oh, this place is great. Their food has zero flavor. No, I I don't mean it in a bad way. I actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. I think I'm gonna grade the food higher probably than you are. You know, you brought me up. I think half a letter grade, but I'm not budging beyond that. <laughs> so, do you want to know my grade? Yes. I'm gonna go C. Because they did have options, and I think you're right, they do pair well with coffee, but that's probably it. It didn't elevate in any meaningful way to me, which, again, is not bad. I think that's a fine food experience, but I think that's it. That's what it comes down to. It was just fine. And, again, I I would have liked maybe a Danish or something else, uh, a little bit more diversity. Again, not that they have to do that. That's why I feel comfortable with a C grade because C is satisfactory. It means it met my expectations, which I'm not even necessarily comfortable saying that. But because of what you're saying about how blandness somehow makes sense, you've warped my perception (laughs) via flux capacitor. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with C. I'm going to give it a C plus. Just because oh, I liked it uh, probably a little bit more okay. than you. That's fine. We also, when it looked like that they must get fresh stuff daily because once it was out, it was out. So That's true. By the time that we got there, there weren't a lot of options really left. Yeah, that's true. And I appreciated that flavor p- profile at a coffee shop. I wish there were a little more options. I like when there's a kitchen and I can get, you know, maybe like avocado toast or, you know, I just like having those options. Yeah. But, but it, again, I don't think it, it's possible in that space. It, it's probably not going to be yeah. possible there. Their space is used for the roasting equipment, not a full kitchen. So I think with what they're working with, I think C plus is really fair. Yeah. It, Whatever. The, what I kind <laughs> of, well, I, I was like kind of laughing to myself was because the food makes me think of the like Charlie Brown Christmas tree where like in the case, it kind of looked like a little sad and depressing. But then when I had it, I was like, oh. This is actually kind of nice. Now that's an endorsement. And I folks. really like it. It was like, and it, those of you that know me, I kind of like the Charlie Brown little Christmas tree. Well, that's demented, but I see your point. Do you I see, see what the you're comparison? Saying. I see what it's you're saying. It's a little outrageous, but yeah. but so are you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're also a little caffeinated right now, so that could be where I'm these now. I feel are. fine. I feel great. I feel really good. <laughs> Do you feel speedballing? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've uh, had to catch up from our earlier caffeine crash, but I think yeah, that's everything. So, what is our final tally? Uh, for these these letter grades per category for each of us. So you gave food a C and I gave it yes, a C plus. Yes, correct. 
you messed up the grade. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to get it right. This is important stuff. Okay. It's so not. for atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave it a C plus. I gave it a C. For service, Joe gave it a C plus. I gave it a C. For coffee, we both gave it a B plus. For food, you gave it a C. I gave it a C plus. These are interesting mm. scores because atmosphere, ambiance, service, and food are in the C range, but the coffee was really good. Uh, I know my grade. I'm going with my gut. That's what I'm doing. I I, I love when we go through the final grades and I just go, I'm ready. And you you, you kind of sit there kind of looking like... Uh, you want to do a three, two, one? Do you know? Oh, I thought you had to think about it. I thought you were ruminating. You, you know your final letter grade? Yeah. I know my final letter grade. I'm between two. Uh, I, I'm going to put something on the... Yeah, yeah. Okay, I could be, I'm ready. I could be between two. I think there's a lot of really good arguments for a pretty wide range of final letter grades for this place. Like, I could I could see this place more so than maybe most other places we've graded. People disagreeing with my grade and me being like, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Yes. Right? For whatever reasons you're That's saying. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. So, whatever you say, I don't think I'm going to have a problem with it. And I feel less confident in my own letter grade for that reason. But again, this is the importance of the subjective nature of pointing out which metrics we're sort of trying to value and calculate, right? I think I'm ready. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one, B. B minus. Okay. That's, I was, I was on the border between B minus and B. I feel as if it's too good of a pour over experience, uh, uh, maybe not pour over experience, but pour over product for me to give any less than a B uh, because B is above average. And if, I feel like B minus is kind of trending into just more so satisfactory range. And again, if it was just a good pour over, I would probably start trending down that direction. But it was so good, I I got to give it at least a B, I feel like overall, despite all of these other um, considerations. And as well, I do feel as if they're sort of hamstrung in some senses by the... Uh, again, it's good that they have this location because it's definitely popular and people definitely like it. But again, there are sort of limitations and that's to no fault of their own. So... But again, that's still the reality of of how that affects the final experience for for me. So I feel now that I say it out loud, I kind of feel very comfortable with B. But yeah, I am pretty confident with the B minus because of the factors that were you know that I didn't like, and because of the fact that even though I really loved the pour over, I wasn't in a wow factor for my for my lattes. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted to put the atmosphere and ambiance is really important to me. So I think I kind of that's why I wanted to stick with the B minus is for people that care a lot about the atmosphere of a place that you're going into. Yeah. This is tough. Yeah. And I don't know. It's interesting because we could give Tommy's grade and have that help us kind of come up with the. What was his final letter grade? Tommy's final letter grade was a B. And I. Well, I think what we should do is I think that the B minus should be my final letter grade. But I think for our overall like score sheet and report card sheet that we're keeping for all the places, we should put in a B. Well, that's the final podcast grade then. Yeah, I think I think we should put in a B for that. But I think we should not forget about the B minus that I gave it overall. (laughs) Well, if If you're looking for a place that has good atmosphere. So a couple things about that. If you go to patreon.com slash a grade podcast. Uh, you can receive the behind-the-scenes scorecard where we have all of your episodes' grades and my episodes' grades, as well as links to those episodes and our overall final decision grade. So on that report card, and again, you can go to... I love plugging things. I'm so bad at it. You can go to patreon.com. Your voice kind of changes when you plug it. Podcast. <laughs> I try to sound like a radio guy. Yeah, I like it. You can... Uh, uh, get that report card uh <laughs> donate money um <clears throat> sorry i had donations it will in my fuel throat. continued it'll go um, right into local businesses <laughs> and w- well we always have to decide is like what you know how do we decide if we have two different grades separated by half a letter grade but i think you're right tommy who joined us this week and he just kind of gave us his grade off the cuff before the, the episode when we were walking around after the coffee roaster said he felt as if it was a b and his other grades i forget exactly what they were but his reasoning also totally independent of ours was pretty much quite similar i don't know if they were exactly the same letter grades but they were pretty close i think they were so similar yeah he gave atmosphere and ambiance a b service a b coffee an a minus and food a c 
Yeah. So, so I mean, it's kind of really consistent with, with what we said. Yeah. Um, and I think a B helps get people to actually go there because I would recommend I that you go yeah. there for the for the coffee. I wouldn't. I, I'm not sure I would recommend to everybody that you sit there because it was a little cramped. It was a little crowded. Well, maybe during the week. I don't. Maybe know. during the week yeah. it's not as bad. So I feel good with with. I feel good the with the B. B. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, I guess that's everything, right? That's everything. And I should say, though, I'm glad that we brought up Tommy because we have a few updates about the podcast moving forward. Exciting things happening. Yes. Let's <laughs> so much go. So, that, so much yes. so that we had to write up a list, right? So um, we're close to 1,000 downloads, which is pretty wild because we've only started the podcast now. I don't know. Few months, really. It Two feels so months. much longer. Yeah. But anyways, thank you everybody for yeah, that. Thank everybody you. that's listening, yeah. continuing to listen. Yeah, we're just really, really humbled by that. Yeah, and as such, we're going to once we hit a thousand downloads, do a live stream Q and A, uh, basically, and and ask us anything. And we've already started fielding questions on Instagram. So if you want to check that out, follow us on Instagram because again, we'll have announcements for when that's going to happen. And if you don't have Instagram, you can message us, you know, on some other platform if you have any questions that you'd like us to ask. Or email us at or email us. agradepodcast at gmail.com. You can email us questions if you want to. The questions do not have to be limited to coffee and beer. Oh, it can be about the universe. It could be a would you rather. It could be anything. I mean, coffee and beer questions make Johnny sense. Johnny better but... submit a really good would you oh, rather. Oh, sure he will. Um, <laughs> So we we have that coming up. Uh, and again, you can follow us on Instagram. If you do have an Instagram, uh, you just search for A-Raid Podcast. You'll find us. Uh, Patreon, like I said, there's extra bonuses now. So if you donate any amount of money, even I think it's less than a dollar an episode now, you get the behind the scenes report card. You get behind the scenes uh, bonus content with, uh, I think, some video clips maybe, but definitely pictures as well of a lot of these places and like bathrooms that we talk about, for example, right? Uh, so you can actually see a little bit more what we're talking about. And we have an end of the year review show, award show coming up where we're going to give nominations and awards to uh, a lot of different places and a lot of different categories. So that's going to be fun. And we will have a guest on the episode that week as well. Well, we'll have Tommy, we'll have Tommy. who's training as our tie-breaking vote. <laughs> Woo! So it, for uh, nominations that we can't agree upon a winner, he'll be the tiebreaker vote because... Uh, we just decided it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a good reason, and it's like, uh, ah, we just we decided. decided it. And we also, after that end of the year episode, we're planning a trip to the West Coast, to Portland, Oregon. So we have some more on the road, really wild episodes coming up in terms of going all the way across the it's country. It's like the capital of beer and coffee. I'm so excited. It's one excited. of them. Yeah, it's definitely so one of them. So yeah, you definitely, uh, if you enjoy any of this, uh, subscribe wherever you're listening to this. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, Tinder, Grinder. Uh, what are the other ones? Are those not included? <laughs> those are not they don't included. have podcast apps? <laughs> All right. Well, if they if we are on there, definitely follow us, um, and you'll obviously get notifications for new episodes, which, like we said, are every Monday morning at seven a.m. New episodes post, and I think that's everything. I think that's everything. Thank you, everybody, for coming along with us. Yeah, and, and yeah. like we said, uh, Flux Coffee Roaster in Farmingdale, New York. Check it out. Get a pour over. I think that's a really good idea. Buy a bag of beans if you're looking for really good beans in the area awesome place to check out and next week i guess i can say that yes what episode we're going to do right because we're going right next door yes well we did go right next door to lithology and we got a little lip <laughs> let's say um so that should be an interesting one can't wait to hear i have thoughts. a lot to say about yes. that <laughs> so yeah thank you uh, again as always and until next time stay safe be well and hope to see you then bye bye bye